Hey mama, ah, I'm so excited that you're here. And if you've been here for some time with me, you may notice that there are a couple changes around here. And one of them being the title of this podcast. First, what began in the middle of COVID after I shortly became a mom was declared as Moms Matter, then transitioned a few months ago to Holy Healthy Happy Mama, now is settling in on a brand new title that really resonates with my true mission and hope for this entire podcast, which is Mom Tuition. My goal as a fellow mama myself living so far away from my family is that you and I and all of us together would connect with our own intuition so that we can create the motherhood reality of our dreams so that we can find a resonance within ourselves that says this is the way I mom and this is the way that I am moving forward and I feel so darn good about it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to dive into this episode today and let's do this. No matter what type of motherhood reality you find yourself living in with parents either right next door or say 5,000 miles away like me, one can easily feel isolated and alone as a mom. You know, Motherhood can be so full of so many moments where you feel like no one else understands me, or you can be in the middle of a busy, busy mom play date group room and just feel like, ah, none of these women understand what I'm going through. And that's okay. My goal here by the end of today's episode is that you're going to leave feeling hopeful, optimistic, and even empowered to take the next steps that you need to make to make that mama isolation thing that you are feeling a thing of your past. It's time to intentionally create your own new reality as a fully aware, awake, and intuitive mama. So mamas, are you ready to get a little nerdy with me? That's right. I'm starting off this episode by giving you guys a little bit of a definition lesson. Now, before you click off, I promise you it's going to be worth the wait and worth the study. Because as my husband, who is Dutch speaking, and I as an English speaking uh, person, we learned very early on in our relationship that words matter. My husband always says, what's in a word? Well, there's quite a bit in a word. And I thought first I would begin this episode by let's define what actually isolated and alone actually mean. They are kind of buzzwords out there, just um, like a lot of moms have expressed that they want more time, more energy. I think a lot of moms also know that it's very, it's fair. It's a very real reality that there is a lot of isolation and a lot of aloneness in our motherhood. So what the heck does that even mean? Well, Webster's dictionary defines isolated as meaning far away from other places, buildings, or people, basically remote. I don't know about you, but when I read that definition, I instantly think of someone living in the snowy tundra in the middle of Alaska, just completely alone. And to maybe some of you, that sounds absolutely amazing. However, to some of us, that is a feeling that we feel not so much maybe externally, but more internally. Another definition found online is that isolation means having minimal contact or little in common with others. Ooh, did that one hit you like it hit me? There is a sense of isolation that is a physical, but the having little in common with others, I feel is something that we as moms can easily feel with one another. Now, the second part of this episode, the other word besides isolation is 
alone. That one may seem a little more obvious, but again, I'm gonna take us down that nerdy path. So alone literally means having no one else present on one's own. So again, we're seeing these overlaps, right? Far away, remote, minimal contact, little in common, having no one present, basically being on your own. And again, this is something, as I said in the very beginning opening of this episode, that you can feel whether your parents or your family live right next door, maybe even live with you, or a feeling that you can feel if you're thousands of miles away. It does not matter. What's important is that you feel it within. And that is why here today, my goal is to help you no matter where you are, no matter where you are physically, no matter where you are spiritually and internally in your soul, how can we help each other? How can I help guide and navigate you out of that isolation, out of that alone feeling instead into feeling with basically feeling integrated, feeling accessible, feeling sociable, feeling like you have that company, you have that help within yourself, even if it doesn't include anyone else with you and on your team. So here we go, ladies. I'm about to dive in and give you my four tips for how you as a mom can feel less alone and less isolated in your motherhood. Okay, so here, as promised, I am going to break down my four tips um, about how you can feel more connected to yourself and less isolated and alone in your motherhood and trust your own mom tuition. And you might've heard my key term there, if you were listening, is going to be all about connection. Connection. Connection is it's basically meaning relationship with a person, a thing that is linked together or associated with something else. So feeling that deeper connection within a person or within even yourself is what's going to help eradicate the isolation and the aloneness in your heart, in your spirit away. The first way enabled to do this is to break the disconnection, increase the connection in your life, is going to connect with your community. Now, this is going to be the most tangible tip that I give you. This is going to be the one that maybe our minds go to when we think about isolated and alone, thinking about, okay, well, maybe I need to find my people. And that can be absolutely a great first step to getting out there and feeling less alone and isolated in your motherhood. So one of the first things you can do is go to places moms are. Where do moms hang out, right? You can either look into your school, maybe your kid's school, maybe join the PTA, um, maybe the nursery school that your kids are going to, even the daycare sometimes have some parent groups, but maybe you're a first time mom and your little sweet one's only six months old. So instead of connecting to the school, you can always reach out to local church groups. I know that a lot of churches around the world, they have groups specifically for women and moms so that there is a community, there is a space where moms can come and get real. You can evil, excuse me, you can even go on uh, Google and Google volunteer groups, maybe something that resonates with you, something that you even maybe used to do more before you became a mom. And now as your baby is growing, as your kids are growing, taking that step to going to get back to connecting with your community and looking for that support. The thing is, so often in life, I learned this actually post-college was I remember graduating college and I realized that if I wanted to have community and I wanted to make friends, I now had to make the first step, right? It's so easy when you're in school, when you're in elementary school and high school, 
and college. It's like all your community is around you. Whether you want it or not, it's there. It's boom. But as a mom, in the very beginning of your motherhood, you are isolated at home taking care of this little one, a little one that needs so much from you physically and emotionally and is really taking, taking, taking where you definitely need some people and it doesn't have to be a lot, but a small group of people that can really give back to you and that you can also give to without there necessarily being an exchange or any type of um, you do this if I do this for, for me and I do this for you. And so very often in order to have this, we have to really step out of our comfort zones and often take that first step. But I promise you'll be so, so happy you did it. And chances are the other moms that you're around, they feel it too. They feel isolation. They feel like no one wants to talk about this stuff. They feel maybe a little inadequate to offer anything to each other. So it's time to rip off that band-aid mama and be that one, be that mom that reaches out to another woman. It can be as simple as starting as just exchanging numbers or in these modern days, right? Exchanging Instagrams or Facebooks so that you can have an opportunity to connect with that mom whether it's in person or virtually at any time, whenever you may need each other. And speaking of virtually, you know, do you not have time to join an in-person group or do you not have anyone around you that you know of that is willing to give you that kind of connection that you're desiring? Well, I have great news for you. I created a Facebook group actually just for that, for moms all over the world that want to come together in that same mindset. Moms who want to raise Jesus-loving littles, kids who are going to be kind and loving and in a space where you can get really real. And so if you're interested in that, I have the link to my Facebook group that you can join at the bottom of this episode. All right, ladies, ready to move on. So again, step number one is connect with your community. Step number two is connect with your husband. Yes, I'm starting with the man in your life, right? He is there for a purpose and for a reason. God called you to be one together. And so often he can help you feel less alone and isolated if you just, again, my theme of this episode, I think is rip off the band-aid, sister, is open up and share with him. Men are not very good at dropping, or excuse me, at picking up the hints that we drop, right? If you've been married for, oh, maybe more than five minutes, you know that already, right? So we have to be very blunt and honest with our husbands. I'd encourage you to open up and share. How can he help you better? And how are you actually feeling? In the hustle and bustle of everyday family life, it can be really hard for your husband to perceive what is actually going on with you. Maybe he is shocked to hear that you feel alone and isolated. Or maybe when you open up, he may say, baby, I get it. I get it. I see this in you. Let me help. Or he could even say me too. But you don't know unless you open yourself up to that. So what might be a great idea is if you think of these answers first, because your husband, as most men have this written <laughs> in their DNA that they want to be problem solvers and help you, think about it. If he was to ask you the question, how can I help you better? How can he? And if he wants to know how you're actually feeling in this, how would you describe that to him? How can you tangibly describe that to him? And so often I've noticed even in my own marriage and in women that I've coached, sometimes they feel alone and isolated because they're not connecting with their husband. And so I would encourage you to think about when was your last date night? When was the last time you two just got alone together without the kids? 
My advice would be to do something out of the ordinary together, spice things up. Something my husband and I live by and something we've always coached the couples that we um, coach together is to go on an uncomfortable date night. Now, what is that you might ask? Basically, do something that makes you both a little uncomfortable so that when you guys go together, you're both going to be uncomfortable and you're going to learn something new about each other. It's a great way to connect with yourself, but also with your husband and share in that maybe even awkward experience. It can be something as simple as taking salsa lessons together or maybe going skydiving or as mine and my husband did just a few weeks ago, we decided to go to our first ever spa and um, an outdoor yeah, spa experience here in Europe. And as the American, it was a shock to me that bathing suits were not only not allowed, but they were not obligated. So basically, we went in a naked spa by ourselves. Everyone else was naked around us, but it was so amazing for us to feel better connected with ourselves and also each other. And I felt way less alone than I had in the weeks before just from having that special moment to share with my husband. Now, if you were listening intently to my last two tips, you might guess my third tip because I've referenced this a few times. So tip number three is to connect with yourself. From my own experience, when I feel alone or isolated, I often realize that I am disconnected from myself. When I serve and honor my own needs, that's when I feel better as a woman, as a wife, and as a mom. It's so easy with our busy lives as mothers to forget about ourselves completely, to not love on ourselves, to not think about our needs. And yet, meanwhile, we're still humans and we're still feeling all these things, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. So when I'm starting to feel very alone and when I'm starting to feel like I am not connecting with people that in the way that I want, I go come back to myself and I realize, okay, it's time to reconnect with myself. And some ways that I do this that are tangible is by taking out a journal. Again, maybe journal out those questions from a step or tip number two with your husband. Write down how can he help you better? How are you actually feeling? How can you put your feelings into words? A journal is great because then it's something you can go back to and to see how you've grown, to see what you're still struggling with and something that you can also better put into words as you verbally process. And when you do make those strong connections of friends and build a community around you tangibly, this is a great way for you to put words to how you're feeling after you've spent time journaling them out yourself. You can also create a blog. If you're someone who's a little more open and you want to share your experience more publicly, you can do that through a blog. A lot of moms love seeing that kind of me too, sis feeling of like, hey, I'm not the only one feeling this. And most importantly, I think is to actually to reconnect with yourself is ironically to get alone, even though you may feel alone and isolated. So often we can forget that the true magical gift of being alone is coming back to ourself is actually finding out that we feel alone because we feel disconnected from who we are. And only by getting alone, getting away, doing something separate from our kids and our family, can we reconnect to that space within ourselves? So I'd encourage you to do something you really love, something that's totally separate from your family, something that 
you feel most alive and that you can reacquaint yourself with yourself. And last but certainly not least, you guys have made it to my fourth and final tip. Now, arguably this tip could go all the way back up at the start. And this is actually what I would suggest now that you've made it through almost the end of the episode is to actually start with this one first and work your way backwards. And don't worry, I'll give you a little review at the end. But my last and final tip, after connecting with a community, connecting with your husband and connecting with yourself is connecting with God. Because even when we do all the three other things above that I already listed, we can still easily feel alone and isolated if we are disconnected from our source, from God. It can be so easy for us to get caught up in what is this person say that I'm to be doing as a mom? What, do my, what does my husband believe I'm supposed to be doing as a mom? What do I feel I am supposed to be doing as a mom? And we can get sidetracked and we can get away from who it is that calls us to be a mom, who made us a mom, which is God himself. So I encourage you to first and foremost, when you feel isolated and alone, is to open your heart and open your heart to God. Sometimes opening your heart actually means sometimes it's, it's the word, right? Other, other times it's meaning like opening up your mouth and speaking to him. Other times it's, it's action. It's doing something with God. I think the most important thing is that we are intentional with our time to connect. We are intentional about slowing down and seeking him out as he's always there and available, but we have to um, set that intention there to allow him to speak to us. You can also, of course, open his word. And just offer up a simple prayer of God, show me, Lord, lead me, show me how to come out of this funk of aloneness and isolation. How can I be more connected to you, to my husband, to myself and to the community around me? You can always put on worship music as well. I know I've been spoken to so many times through the gift of song and also bring bring God up in everyday conversations. You know, it's like, I notice that I can so easily get swept up in amazing, positive and loving feelings for my husband and my kids. When I bring them up with other people, all of a sudden it makes me miss my kids and I want to be around them. So the same thing can happen with God is bring him up in everyday conversations, especially with your kids. As I know you mamas want to raise Jesus loving littles. And that's the way to do it is make that connection with God supreme in your house. Make it something that you guys do when you feel alone, when you're feeling lonely, when you feel like no one else gets it. I can promise you, mama, God does. And he's the one that you want to focus on connecting with first and foremost, above all else. And there you go, mama. Congratulations. You have made it to the end of this episode, but that's not all I've got for you. I'm going to do a quick recap. When you're feeling isolated and lonely, what do we want to do? That's right. We want to find connection. We want to reconnect and move over the disconnect to connection in your life. And the best way to do that is start first and foremost by connecting with God. Go to him above all else and share with him how you're feeling. And secondly, allow that beautifully spiritual time to allow you to connect with yourself. Figure out how are you feeling? Why are you feeling alone and isolated? And don't be afraid to ask yourself the hard questions. And then it's time, mama, to connect with your husband. That oneness that you two share 
that for better or worse, putting it in action and getting out of your comfort zone and doing something new and unique with him. And speaking, getting out of your comfort zone, that's right. The last bit is connecting with your community around you. It may be a little uncomfortable at first, but as the Bible declares, iron sharpens iron, you ladies will sharpen each other when you take the time to rub against each other, get around each other and start connecting and bringing your aloneness and isolation to a thing of the past. Now, did this episode help you? Did it make you feel a little bit uplifted, a little bit better? I'm so happy to hear that. If you enjoyed today's content, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. It's the best way that I know which content you really enjoy and it allows me to grow the show. So it's a total win-win for the both of us. Thank you so much for listening. I had so much fun with you today and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode as you continually create the motherhood of your dreams and connect to your own mom tuition. I'll see you soon, mama.